the Sanderson Farms preview. The cut line has your back. We had some technical difficulties this week, and we are getting you the podcast a little late. We apologize. And because of that, we're going to kind of skip the fluff and the normal chatter that we do here at the beginning of our podcast. But, of course, we're still going to say hello to Canada, hello Australia, hello USA, hello UK. To our new listeners, we're going to say welcome. And, of course, to our returning listeners, we're just fucking glad that you're here. Now, the, continue, continues, uh, the cut line continues to do great things for fantasy sports and growing your bankroll on a weekly basis, but I can't do this alone. My man, Zach Manfred's on the other side. How you doing, Zach? Great. I'm excited. Uh, fall swing is in full effect. Should be a good one. Uh, yeah, last week was good. Didn't do too bad. Had the right players. Wrong combos, as always. Bunch of five to sixes. How about you? I did terrible. <laughs> that, like I, I, that was probably my worst I've ever done. Like that's I why was, you wanted didn't want to record until today. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. That's it. It, it was the so god awful. Long story short, I did my core four. I think of the four that I had in my core, it's a lot of rhyming. It is. One of them. One of them made the cut. Hey, so one of them all. Yeah, when you're playing a lot of three max and you only have two guys playing on Saturday and Sunday, it, it's a hard it's hard to win. It's yeah, it's hard to even open the app, I guess, at that point. Yeah, well, it's still fun. It's DFS golf. That's you, true. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Now the cut lines here to bring you in-depth DraftKings analysis to the Sanderson's Farms Tournament of Jackson Country Club. We're gonna do the best we can. To make sure that you guys are in the green on Sunday. We're going to bring you timely wax, greenside sand traps, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. And the goal of the cut line is to make sure that you are creating the best lineups, winning lineups. Lineups that are kicking ass and taking names, scoring big with everyone's favorite six of six golfers through the cut line. But we can't do this without the help of PGA Tour. Fantasy National and Fanshare Sports. All three of those are pivotal tools in our process. Zach, I know you're going to be checking out Fanshare Sports on Wednesday. I'm going to be checking out Fanshare Sports on Wednesday. I know both of us use Fantasy National to death. Thank God their tools available. And hopefully we're just going to be winning GPPs like crazy this weekend. I hope so. I mean, I think this is this is a great one. Uh, feels weaker than last week. A lot of newcomers to the tour. I think it's a great, another great event. Yeah, it's a good way to learn. Just everyone who's going to be playing in January, February, March when that when this season gets really popular, and, and it's just a leg up on the competition if you keep really paying attention during the fall swing. So, but the fall swing is going to roll on, and the Sanderson Farms Championship brings on new challenges for our savvy veterans and. And, of course, those brand-new faces that we just mentioned. We're looking at a golf course that is going to pay out the top 65 golfers with a $6.6 million purse and 500 FedEx points at hand. Often known as the shootout course, and we've seen scores as low as minus 21. Many of the golfers in this field are coming from the Corn Ferry Tour. Zach... What are the golfers looking at this weekend? Man, you said it. Uh, a lot of golfers coming from the Corn Ferry Tour. This week, the highest-ranked golfer in the overall world golf rankings is number 28, Ches Reevy. 
So we've got a weak field. So it's really good to dig into these uh, lower ownership guys. But let's get to it. So Sanderson Farms at the Country Club of Jackson. Par 72 course, about 7,400 yards. In the middle of the road in difficulty. Ranks 26 out of 49 courses last year. Uh, the greens are Bermuda. So if you are digging into some of these Corn Ferry Tour guys and you don't know a lot about them, try to Google where their states, where they grew up, where they played, where they went to college. And I would lean towards the Bermuda guys. So just a little tip there. Uh, the green speeds are a little bit faster than normal, um, so you know you're going to want to make sure you're doing that in Fantasy National and checking the right box to make sure you're filtering the right way. This course was originally designed by Dick Wilson in 1962 and redesigned in 2008. It's a scorer's course, flat, relatively easy. Uh, Bermuda fairways that are wide and flat. The greens are small, but some are larger and a little bit more receptive. The only defense on this course really is the rough in the trees. Uh, there's not a whole lot of worrying about sand and water and all other stuff. So if you guys are accurate and on the, on the fairway, you should have no problem. Uh, Weather-wise, not looking at anything crazy. Uh, it might be a little gusty on Friday, but it seems to be steady throughout. We might see some rain late Thursday, but there's really nothing to note from a weather edge right now. Uh, I, I checked back again Wednesday night, but it doesn't look like we should be worrying about, about much. Uh, for me, the stats I'm looking at this week, based on historical stats on this course, I'm looking at strokes gained approach, ball striking, GIRs gained, strokes gained tee to green, birdies or better gained, and par 4, 400 to 450 scoring. And then I'm going to mix in uh, DK points, uh, approach from 200 plus, and strokes gained putting over the last 100 on Bermuda uh, on the mixed condition model in Fantasy National. And also digging into some of the Corn Ferry Tour guys because a lot of that data isn't available in Fantasy National, so it's hard to, you know, get a sample size big enough to have those guys even show up in your model, let alone, you know, have any data to, to dig into. So you may have to do some digging uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour website and all, like all college websites, but it's a great week for that. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Some of the stats that you mentioned I'm on board with, but in particular, I'm going to be looking at birdie or better. I love the scoring opportunity here for the golfers. I'm looking at opportunities gained, fairways gained, strokes gained off the tee, ball striking, that approach from that 150 to 200 range, and then, of course, putting on Bermuda like you stressed. I, I, Bermuda is just a different monster to putt on. Yep. So, so and some of these pros struggle with it. Some of, it, some of them love it. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how some of these young guys fare especially we just have such little information about these players. Now, if you do have questions about guys coming from the Corn Ferry Tour, just go to the Corn Ferry website. And many of the key like generic stats that we value as DFS analysts are there and available for you to, to see who's scoring well and stuff like that. So um, it's going to be fun, man. It, it's going to be fun. So it's going to take us to a – oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I'm excited. I actually screwed up last week, and I was I – was, Really excited about it, and I went and reserved on my lineups early on Monday, and I went back Wednesday night to, to load them all in, and I don't know what happened, but I only loaded, I got all the three maxes, and then when I went to do the, the 20 and 50 that I usually reserve, I had only done one in each, so I kind of missed missed out on what could have been. It's a little sad. Uh, you're snake bitten. <laughs> yeah, I was not pleased. All right, well, it's going to take us to our birdie or better segment. We're going to break down each tier of golfer. Zach and I will discuss our favorite plays and fades for this weekend's tournament. And we're going to start in that 11 to 10K range. And why don't we start with the champ himself, 
Mr. Neiman, <clears throat> highest on the board at 11-3. One last week. What do you think? Nope. Pass. I I agree. Pass. And it, I pass because if it was bent grass, I might come back to him, but not on Bermuda. No thanks. He's not a great Bermuda putter, um, and you got to be here. I, I can't pay that price for him. The other thing, he just won. Right. Well, and that it, too. It's, it, it's, it's just weird. You know, golf's one of those things where we don't play the guy who just won, unless it's Brooks Kepka, and it's a major. Um, so it, it's it's difficult to chew on that salary for Neiman when, when you just don't know what you're going to get this weekend. Now, if you're going to play him, you're most definitely going to get ownership leverage. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could see as low as 10% ownership, which I find insane. Yeah. But still, I, I, it's a hard fade for me where I don't think I'm going to have any pieces of Neiman. The hard part is it's so easy to build a lineup with him in it. It's it's hard to, to fade him, but I, I, I'm not going to have any. I'll have none this week. Yeah, and the nice thing is it just frees up a lot of salary. So, um, All right, who else in this range do you like? Uh, I got to go with Sanjay at 10-5. I mean, the guy's a monster. I, he always is a threat, especially in a scorer's course like this, to – get going get hot and put up massive amounts of points uh, his putter's been working for him um, at the end of the last season and last week alone it was he gained seven strokes on the field and bent grass isn't even his best surface so I, I like it. i love him i love his chance to get eagles i love his chance to to get birdies i'll take it yeah he's such a scorer in those long par fours and, and it that's a key stat for this weekend six mm-hmm. of those holes from that 450 to 500 range and plus he's in the top 20 in the par fives um, proximity from that 150 to 175 range, he's sixth. And you're right, he's great on scoring courses. I do worry about his putter, but I worry about everyone's putter on Bermuda. So so it's not something that's going to kind of deter me away from Sanjay. And um, I, I don't know what he's doing, though. He played so much last year, right? right? And now we've seen him two weeks in a row here. Um. At what point do we really start considering fatigue for Sung J.M.? Because he didn't show it at all last year. You're right, he didn't. But I mean, he had his short little break. He's 21 years old. Yeah. Okay, he's 21 years old and it's spitball of fire. But it's not like he's like in the best shape in the world. He, he looks no. like he. <laughs> I mean, he's a poster boy for like for like Dunkin' Donuts, but. Um, I mean, he just pops on the stat model. On my private model, number one. So I know I'm going to end up having a lot of them. It's just kind of a rule I have unless you have a certain name yeah. and you rank number one. But, um, yeah, I love the Terminator this week. I love that we call him the Terminator and no one else does. I hope it picks up somehow. Some I hope way. so. And, and, you know, I think he'll be the – I look look at the price range. I mean, okay, Neiman might be a lower own. Sneedeker, okay, I can see him being owned. Sanjay, he just falls in this weird spot. Like, Glover's the course horse here, so he's probably going to be highly owned. Benyon is going to be highly owned. I just think he falls underneath everyone except for maybe Neiman. Maybe. I think they all hover around the same range. But you look, I mean, you look at, if you like split in hairs, and it's like, you look last year, Sanjay missed the cut here. And then you look at Glover... He's four for four with a with a top five back in twenty sixteen. I don't I don't disagree with you. I think the thing is though I can rationalize paying ten five for Sung J M. Oh absolutely. 
I have a hard time rationalizing paying this much money for Lucas Glover. I don't know. I'm not saying I like him. I do like Lucas Glover. I think I think he's a great play this weekend, and I'm going to have pieces of him at ten too. But the fact is, there there, it's an easy pill to swallow to play Sung Jay at ten five. Yeah, I'm with you. I have no issues with that. I, I love him. Love him. So I think that just kind of balances. Now, do you think? We will ever see Benny on at 10K again this year. No. I don't... And he's a terrible putter on Bermuda. Oh, yeah, he's bad. Bad. Like, really bad. He's so good in every other category that I really, really want to roster him. But on a scorer's chorus where, like, he is just not good. 127th over his last 100 rounds on Bermuda. I can't. I can't do it. Well, he's a bad putter in general. Right. I just why pay that much for a guy who needs to get really lucky for four days straight to pay off and even have a chance to win? Oh, and he's never played here before. That's kind of like the leverage position, though, right there, right? So, like, screw that. Go down, go a couple hundred dollars less than the nine Ks, and there are plenty of guys that are better suited for this course. I think. Well, yeah, because that's where the chalk is going to come. It's fine, Uh, but. I get the argument not to play Benny on, but if you're going mass multi-entry, you have to throw him in there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Come on. He's a scoring machine when he gets the putter going. Like He never gets it going. The last asked... time he got more than three strokes around in putting, oh, I have to go back, it was July of 2018. But that other, like, if like when he finished third at the window, that wasn't because right? of his putter. I know it was a crazy approach game, right? And his his play around the green at the U.S. Open. <sighs> That's what you're hoping for. I I'm just saying this, like his approach has his, been yes. off. But and maybe it's a little too much to pay. But I think for mass multi entry, he's he he has to make the cut for you. If you're going to three max, single max, I get it. Play Sung Jay, forget Benny on, but still, I mean, I don't know. I I think there's a lot to be said here about Benny on, Sung Jay, and Lucas Glover. Glover, obviously, with the tournament history here, I know he's 10 2, hard pill to swallow, but Sung Jay missed the cut last year, but still is a scoring machine. Benny on's never played here. And neither, um, neither has, uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Nope, you're good. So uh, it, it, I would rather be, pay, I would rather pay for Glover. I'd rather pay for the better putter. I'd rather pay for the better putter. Well, just so you know, my ownership projections right now have them all roughly the same. Oh, if that's the case, then I would rather pay for Glover always. I mean, this whole top tier is about ten to fifteen percent, all of them, just laced in between. Um, the highest being Sanjay. Yep. Yeah, sure. And then. Um, the lowest being uh, Benny on, which I which I expect. I think there'll be if, if there are sharp players out there, which there are plenty of. I would not be surprised to see a Sanjay Glover, X guy in the eight K, and then a bunch of Corn Fairy six Kers, and it would be a good lineup. Well, absolutely, you know some of those Corn Fairy players are coming through, but uh, we might as well cover this whole range. Sneds, no, nope. no, no, no. He's, a, I mean, great putter on Bermuda. I don't know. He just doesn't rank out well for me. I don't know why. He just doesn't. He never. He never ranks out well. You're he looking for him. To, you're never. You're just looking for him to get hot. 
I mean, he's, yeah. He's not, I mean, he's not a bad play. I, I, I see the appeal. I just don't like the price, I guess. 10-7, nah. He's not, uh, well, it's, nah, nah. It's the field. It's the field. All right, True. so yeah. let's, let's, go, let's go to the 9K range. And I'm going to tell you right now <clears> that that your chalk donkey is going to be Scotty Scheffler. Uh, he's going to be. Wait, why? Uh, why? Nobody knows who he is. First of all, he's 9-9. Okay, he's 9-9. You look at his tournament history here, tied for 45th. Okay, that's all he's got. So he's got nothing there. But when people are running their models, their crunches, and everything like that, he's showing up. And he makes your lineups more balanced, affordable, and everything like that. Another thing, all the touts are on him right well, now. Well, I mean, he's number one on the Corn Ferry Tour in birdie percentage. Uh, birdies gained last year off 72 rounds. He hit 36.4% of his, his birdie or better. He's, pretty, he's, he's the best they had on tour last year. Well, absolutely. And then, of course, the seventh place finished last weekend. Yeah, that helps. So the recent form is there. And then and it's going to be very popular. You're getting a guy who had a top 10 finish last year. We know he's a scorer, at least on the Corn Ferries Tour. We don't know how he is on, on, on PGA and not enough metric statistics and everything like that. But um, Yeah, but this is a Corn Ferry course, man. This thing is amateur hour. That's true. I mean, struggles on struggles with Bermuda. Very limited data there, but yeah. does struggle on Bermuda. That's what I. That, that's the only thing I haven't had a chance to dig into yet is his his Bermuda play. Yeah, I mean the guys looked good on PGA Tour. Twentieth at the Valero, thirty yeah. fifth at Byron Nelson, missed the cut at the U.S. Open, which is fine. Um, so you're gonna see, and those are in much stronger fields. So I mean, yeah, but yeah, right now chalk. That's sure. that's what I'm looking at. All right. I'm looking at just about 19%. I'll have some. Okay. Uh, guy I really like in this range is Corey Connors. Oh, yeah. We're talking about another chalk, chalk guy. Uh, Corey Connors ranks sixth in my private model and is a name that, for me, is very, very, very polarizing in my lineups. I tend not to play guys like Corey Connors. Um Similar to like uh, the guy who's nine four, Mister Grio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to touch these guys, but I don't really have a lot of choice to where I'm going to have to play Corey Connors. Now he's a scorer, right? But he's just a terrible putter, and this is what happened to me last week. I went this route. I went with the terrible putter route, and it fucking burned. And I went with a good putter route, <laughs> and I'm doing it, it again. It destroyed me mm-hmm. last week. Oh, my God. It was like amateur hour last week for me in DFS for golf. But Corey Connors is in play for me. You know, sixth in my model and birdie or better gain. Sixth in approach. Third in ball striking. Fifth off the tee. Struggles, obviously, in that short game. And putting from 15 to 20 feet, awful. Which I think is going to be pivotal this weekend. But um, someone for mass multi-entry, I would consider. Yep. I am not against it. All right. Who else do you like at this range? Uh, I'm split between two guys, and I think I'm, I'm going to lean more towards. Uh, I still can't make a decision. Uh, Vaughn Taylor at 9,300. I like he's a strong putter. He's got decent course history here. Uh, 26th, 10th, 20th, and 20th. So he's four for four. Uh, he ended the season pretty well last year with a 16th at the BMW, and then he got a bunch of top tens in in June. So I mean, he's playing good golf. Um, 19th overall, last 100 rounds, Bermuda putting. Decent DK score. 
And that's about all I have to say. I like his putting. I like his scoring for 18. Last year he had a 3.88 scoring for 18 average. Um, to me, that that's key. Vaughn Taylor might be just where I start my lineups this weekend. What do you, what do you think about JT Poston? See, that's the guy I'm torn between. Uh, another that, score, it, another score, ranks 17th on my private model. Good putter, but he just doesn't do what he. I mean, three tries here, 54th, 53rd, and 29th. He ranks out well. I just don't. I don't like that he never does well in three years here. He made the cut though. Yeah, that's a lot to pay for a guy just to make the cut. But I think that when when was this tournament year played before they did the? Uh, you're gonna kill me on this one. Uh, like what time of year? I'm looking. Damn it! I know. Hold on. It was. That's not right. Dramatic pause. October. October. Mm. So around the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean that. that it's not like the field. Oh wait, no, that was twenty seventeen. But still, he played there in twenty seventeen as well. Well, that's okay. Yeah. It'll it, it'll be interesting. I don't know where to go with JT Poston, but um, you know, for example, you had Xander in that tournament in twenty seventeen. You had guys like Luke List, Russell Henley, um, Troy Merritt, Cam Smith, Ben Crane. I think he had a lot more PGA presence in those tournaments than maybe yeah. you do right now. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Armour. Like, really? Come on. So it, it'll be interesting what to do. I mean, we, we've seen him really kind of turn a corner last year. First at the Wyndham, 59th at Northern Trust, 16th at the BMW to close out the year. Um, you know, he's going to either play great or miss the cut. It's kind of like what is kind of his mantra in the season last year. So it'll be interesting. <clears throat> Historically, a good putter on Bermuda. So he kind of fits your mold and what you're looking to do this yeah. weekend. I think I'll have a little bit of both, him and Taylor. <clears throat> so... Uh, looking at the at the rest of this 9K range, guys that interest me are like Austin Cook, Russell Henley. Um, like I said, we both we both agree on Vaughn Taylor. I don't yeah. know where I'm going to end up on Grio. Um, mm. Those numbers pop, but I I don't know if I just want to deal with the putter this weekend. Last last weekend was just like, it was over on Thursday. <laughs> oh man! Like I I was like right, let's just I wish you could delete the tournament so you don't have to see it again. I agree. Yeah, I, uh, I can't do I can't do out. Yeah, I, I have a buddy at work who was just busting my chops because of the crap I was rolling out there. I mean, his putter. What's, gained, what's up, Job? Give you a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> he's gained in three tournaments since August of 2018. His putter has only gained him strokes three times. Yeah. Like, I just can't. That's just, I, no, I would, I'll die. I'll buy. I can't watch him bleed for probably two days because he won't make the cut. All right. Well, that'll take us to the 8K range. 8K. 
which includes McCarthy, Laird, Siwoo, Champ, Aaron Wise, Clark, Nick Taylor, Bronson Burgoon. Oh, your boy. Yeah, right. Kyle Stanley and Luke List. I'm going to tell you who I'm going to play this weekend, even though it's going to be chalk. Who? Aaron Wise. Yep. I'm in. I have no problem playing him. Nope. Oh, that was the first guy I was going to say. Absolutely the first guy I want. Guy is awesome on Bermuda, and I don't. I I'm going to be double the field. That's for sure. So once Wednesday comes around, looking at lineup locks, I'm going to pinpoint his ownership. Right now, I got him roughly 18. percent I'm going to double that. Nice. So I love Wise. Look, guys, a scorer. Birdies are better gain. He ranks first overall in my fantasy national model. Woo! He's 36 in the field, putting on Bermuda. He is. <clears throat> first in the par 5 500 to 550 third in the 450 to four, uh, 500 range and then 14th in that key putting stat the 15 to 20 foot range so I love Aaron Wise this weekend I'm in you have to sell me alright who else you got Danny McCarthy Denny McCarthy I love it I love him here except I don't love that he got 7th last year because that I think will drive his ownership a little bit, but um, he ranks out eighth overall in my mixed ignition model. He's second overall in his last hundred rounds, putting on Bermuda. He's thirteenth in DK scoring, fourteenth uh, in proximity from over two hundred in his last fifty rounds. Uh, he gains almost 0.9 strokes putting on Bermuda compared to all the other surfaces. I came in thirty-first last week, where he gained eight point eight strokes putting and lost strokes doing everything else. Um, so, he puts any of those things back in the green, he's going to make a run for it. And I, I think he's got the history here. He's, been, he's played here before. Um, I like him. I don't think he'll be as owned as he should be. Well, that's kind of what Denny McCarthy does. He puts, and everything else sucks. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it here. There's not a whole lot of trouble spots, and I, I think that'll suit him well. And it's shown that it's suited him well here in the past. He's so, he'll, he'll, he'll either miss the cut completely and destroy it, or he'll be a top ten. He's like a really bad Jordan Spieth. <laughs> well, Jordan Spieth's pretty bad, so. Let, we're not getting into that right now. Mm-mm. But fine. He's a very far worse version of Jordan Spieth. He's last year's end of tour, Dustin Johnson. Wait, no. Uh, no, because Johnson can. DJ him. got his knee surgery, man. He got his knee scoped. He's coming oh, back. Oh, but there was nothing wrong with him. A little liar. <laughs> What do you think of Martin Laird at 8-8? You know, I like him. I like him a lot. Um, I was split on him for a long time, and I, and I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. Decent putter, decent scorer. Not good on the long approach game, but he, he ranks up 37th overall for 8800 which isn't that great for me. But of all the 8K guys, I'm having trouble finding anyone who can putt. And he also had a 7th here last year as well. 47th last week at the at the Greenbrier. Yep. So. I mean, I, I like him. I think in this field specifically, I, I like him. Yeah. I don't it, have anything re- great to say about him, but I just he it, ranks middle of the road, so if he gets hot, he'll do well. It's really hard to kind of filter out the 8K range. A lot of these guys, I think other than Weiss, are very similar to each other where they're just there's aspects of the game where they're, they're great, and then the rest of it is just kind of... Just kind of garbage, and 
it really kind of wants me to just fade this range. Yeah, I'm having a hard time finding anyone in this range that I like absolutely love. So in, besides in, Wallace. Into that, that's why I think that 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 nine K range is going to be so popular, versus this eight K range is going to be so so low owned because these guys are just not great golfers, right? No. Um, but I mean, just for for leverage purposes, for contrarian purposes, if you really like some of these eight K guys, other than Weiss, you're getting single digit ownership. So it, it is a way to leverage the field, and it's not like these guys are bad golfers. So um, we'll see how it shakes out. But yeah, I'm not in in love with the AK range. I think other than Aaron Wise, I would have to be like Kyle Stanley. Uh yeah, I had him, I had him, but the putting on Bermuda just worries me. I I actually before the podcast took took his name off my list because he grades out well everywhere but putting, and I just think that if I'm gonna really key on that this week again i need to cut cut him out all right well that'll take us to the massive 7k range mm, baby oh and my boy sam burns is available to play this weekend love it totally totally gonna take me some bermuda burns second in the field in putting in the last hundred rounds on bermuda Ooh, i have him fourth Oh, look at you. Interesting. But I have him first in DK scoring over the last 50 rounds on Bermuda. So there's that. That's why we do call him Bermuda Burns. Mm-hmm. Um, just play him. That, that's my advice. Just play him. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, he always does well and pays off here. So he, he's most definitely going to make my – might potentially make my core for, but we'll see. I, I really got to make sure I get it right this week or no one's going to read my Twitter account anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who else you got in the 7k range I'm going back to the guy that screwed me last week sorry I'm like dying over here Zach Johnson why are you doing this to yourself I'm doing it again and I I just think that he just lines up good I mean he's not the best putter 65th in the field but he ranks 6th overall for me because he's a good long iron player he ranks 10th in DK points on Bermuda over the last 50 uh, and everything else just points his ninth in approach, 10th strokes gained TD green over the last 36 on Bermuda. I don't know. I'm giving him one more chance. I won't be overexposed to him, but I'll probably have 10 to, 10 to 12%. I just I just think he can – last week was an anomaly. No way. It has to be. No way. He just didn't putt. He just didn't putt. He's been off for a long time now. He's going to get it back here. He switched clubs. He went to PNG, man. Ever since then, he sucked. I'm going to give him one more chance. Give up. One more. I will ride him one more time. Into the night. Good luck. Who who else? Who you got? Hadley. Can't argue with that one. What do you mean good luck with that one? No, I said can't argue with that one. I love it. Oh, you can't argue with that one. No, no, no. Yeah, I think Hadley is going to be one of my cores this, this week. Second overall, my fantasy national model. Yep. The guy's super cheap. Yep. Less than 5% owned. I got, at, I got him at like 2.8. That's criminal. No, there's no way he's less than. That's what I currently have him at in my in my ownership matrix craziness. If he comes in less than 10%, it's criminal. Well, Wednesday, 
Fanshare Sports. Fanshare Sports. <laughs> Check them out. Runner up here back in 2018. Soon enough, they'll give us a discount code for all, all our listeners. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, one of those uh, days. So, Duffner, what do you think? Nope. No. No, I don't. You know, I didn't have him highlighted. Just not, not a score on these types of courses. It's just one of those courses, though, like where the field is so weak, and it, it's just Duff could be Duff. I don't know. Yeah, but I think it's. I I don't think it's as weak as we think it is. Like I think it's weak in that there's no like Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Bruce Kepka, but there's guys that are just tearing up the Corn Ferry Tour that are just so much better than Duffner. Yeah. And he's not. All he right. doesn't do well on Bermuda. He doesn't score either. So I, I can't. All right. Well, the the last guy I want to talk about in this seven K range, and and don't don't hate me. If you say Straka, I'm gonna. I'm go. going back to Straka. Oh, you're gonna get on me for going with Zach Johnson, and you're gonna go back to Straka after that disaster. It was not a disaster. Oh okay? my god. It was a bad what did he score. Like an eight on that hole. It was a bad Thursday. <laughs> And then you should have saw him on, on Friday. He looked great. He oh, he barely missed the cut, man. I, I I'm gonna go back. To and that was on here. bent grass, though. That's fine. That's his best surface. It's fine. No, it's, it's, it's not, not like he's terrible. He's po- He's one of the few golfers that's positive on Bermuda. Mm. Historically, as a putter, point like, zero three is not. No. I will take any positivity from Sepp Straka right now. Nah, you can Look, take... I just I, like I love him as a golfer, and I really want him to do well. And maybe that's me being biased. I don't usually do that with with DFS because because I like money, and 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 it's just it's just at those points I don't I can't get off Sepp Straka. I like him. He ranks highly in my fantasy national model. He ranks high in my private model. There's no reason for me just because he had a bad Thursday. To say, oh, you know what? Let's can him, and I'm happy he had a bad Thursday because you know what? That's going to reduce his ownership, and when he top tens this motherfucker, no, no, I, you know I have a soft spot for Straka because he won me a very large first round leader bet last season, but there's no way I can do it here. I will bet him in showdowns on certain courses for sure, but not here, not after last week. All right. Who else in the seven K range that you like? I've been hogging the spotlight. I'm sorry, uh, I tend to do that. Adam Shank. Come on, Mr. Shank. Why? Come on, are you kidding me? The dude's a stud. Stud. Seventh year last year, forty third the year before. He's a uh, he's a much better putter on Bermuda than Mr. Sepstraka. Uh, he's Positive across the board last week, even though he missed the cut. Sure, I'll take it, but bent grass isn't really his cup of tea. It's just actually his second best surface, but wasn't playing as well as he should. Um, he ranks 23rd overall over his last 100 rounds putting, 31st DK scoring, and he ranks uh, 15th overall for me. And at that price, I can't say no. He's a great Bermuda putter. He just sucks at everything else. No, he does not. No, no. Over his last 36 graded rounds on Bermuda, he's 10th in approach, 10th in GIR's gain, and 21st on ball striking. Why are you considering recent form that heavily? It's not. That's not even recent form. That's across Bermuda last 36 rounds. So that's probably a decent amount of, of back going back. I mean, I mean, a hot putter can win you a tournament. So yeah, then, then fine, shanks in play. But, but beyond that, though, 
There's nothing that, that on any stats model for me that's ever going to pop for him. You know, you, you need his proximity game to be on point, and you need his putting game to be just spectacular. Oh, oh, and and we, and we know how, how it's just how how much variance occurs in in anyone's putting game. He gained seven strokes last year, here putting. L- last year. Yeah, you know how good he was doing before that. He wasn't. Whatever. All right. Anyone else in this seven K <laughs> range you, you want to mention? Uh... I'm 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 going to I'm going to always refer to you since I did so bad last week. Mm, can we go back to Robbie Shelton? You can. See, I, I ended up on him late last week, and it worked out. But I think that he might come in higher on than I would like this week. I mean, um, you most definitely can. I think I'll have a little bit, but I will not have a lot. I, I have interest because he is just like by far one of the better players out of the Corn Ferry Tour. But... That's the thing, though. Those those better players on the Corn Ferry Tour are going to be talked about, right? So you got to find the guys that aren't as highly talked about. I I have I've Shelton at like fourteen four. Oh, see, that's that's what I was worried about. And no, I at that I can't get on board. I know his price is cheap, but I can't. That's too much. There are so many other guys that can you can get at five percent that have just as much upside. At the same price, you can get Sepp Straka. I said upside. Oh, I missed that. If you want to close your app on Thursday, then, or Friday, he might have a good Thursday. I'm going to win one this weekend. That's all I'm I hope you say. do. I hope it's Seth Straka. I hope it is, too. All right, anyone else in the 7K range that nope. you like? Pass. Pass. All right, well, that'll take us to the 6K range where Zach and I will go over our MG Monsters and Guarantee the Martin Pillar Effect. If you don't know the history of this, well, simply said, Zach went all in on Martin Pillar, guaranteed him to make the cut before this segment even existed, and voila, here we are. He only missed it by one stroke, just to be fair. A a miscut is a missed (laughs) cut, my friend. So our monster is the player that we feel will finish in the top 20 or better. And our guarantee is the player that we feel will guarantee to make the cut. This is your show, man. You are dominating. Who is your monster? Ah, I'm going to go monster first. You know, I feel like it's so hard this week because there are so many good golfers coming out of the 6K range. So I'm throwing... A little. I went off the rails last week, and I felt bad about it. I'm going to try to get back to it and not have any emotion behind it because um, both my picks did not work out at all last week. So I'm going back to the statistical preview. So I'm going with Maverick McNeely as my monster. You know, you may not know much about him. He didn't win at all last year, but he made 15 of 21 cuts. Six of those are top 25, three in the top 10, and two inside the top three. The dude's, I mean, he's good. He ranks top 10 in birdies over the Corn Ferry Tour last year. He doesn't need money. He's not playing for money. He is the son of the Sun Microsystems owner, Scott McNeely, in case you didn't know that. So, billionaire status, uh, at least his father is. So, not playing for money, playing for the love of the game, and I like it. And he shows Uh, up like crap 
on any statistical model. So, I like it. Well, if Maverick McNeely <laughs> scores a top 20 finish, that will be the first time in his career in a PGA Tour event that he will have finished top 20. Good. And just for the record. <laughs> just for the record. In like, I don't know. 15 events mm-hmm. that he's participated 17 events yep he's only top 30 one time that's okay that's okay it's a new it's a new year and in over half of those 17 events he's missed the cut i don't consider this a pga event the show's called the cut line <laughs> i don't get this is a weak field all of those pga events don't count they're all worse than this they just don't count. Okay. All right. All right. My monster is... He made the cut at the API. Come on. That's a hard field. Fair enough. But finish 46th. Yeah. You know, whatever. I was, he's gotten better. He was good. <sighs> he was really good on, on the Corn Ferry Tour last year. And that is what I'm banking on. All right. Well, my monster at $6,300 will be... Stuart Sink. Why do I like Stuart Sink? Well, in the last 100 round, 23rd in the field of birdies are better. 12th in opportunities gained. 10th in strokes gained approach. 27th in that 450 to 500 range. And 24th in the par 5, 500 to 550 range. In that proximity range from 175 to 200, he ranks 18th in the field. And he is sitting in the middle basically average to the field and putting on Bermuda. So all positive key aspects. Now, unlike Maverick <laughs> McNeely, Stuart Sink has finished in the top 20 multiple times. One time in the past 12 events. That doesn't matter. He finished fourth at the PGA Championship in 2018. <laughs> and he missed... Six of the last second in the Travelers, fourth at St. Jude in 2018. <laughs> Dare I keep going? Night 2017, 12th I, place. I think if you look at just 2019, you might think differently. Maybe, but you know what? The 20, <laughs> it's technically the 2020 PGA season. Well, hey, well, if that's the case, then I have just as good of a chance as Mr. Stuart Sink. And I Stuart think Sink, Sink is, is going to sink to the bottom. Stuart Sink has not golfed since. August 4th, 2019, where he missed the cut at the Wyndham. That's fine. He's been on vacation, relaxing, and now he's about to top 20 at his mother. Uh, let's see. He... Stuart Sink is my monster. <clears throat> A monster at the bottom of the sea. All right, Zach, <laughs> who's your guarantee? Uh, I'm going to go. This is a, a kind of a cake for me. It's Johnson Wagner, 6,400. I can't say no. The dude has made three or four cuts here, mid thirties and a fifteenth. He only missed the cut way back in twenty fourteen. Uh, grades out as a, the eighth best putter over the last hundred rounds, thirty eighth in DK scoring, and in the stat model I have, he ranks forty fourth. So good enough to make the cut. So it's not bad. I, I like think, that call. I think he'll stay. My who you, who you got? 
My guarantee is going to be Brian Stewart. Oh, yeah. Who is an exceptional Bermuda putter and ranks out very well in my fantasy national mile. 39th overall, second in fairways gain, 24th in that par 4 range, 13th in putting, 16th in approach, 50th, um, which is kind of middle of the field in ball striking, but I'm okay with that. In terms of tournament history, pulling that up now, taking forever. Did good, missed the cut last year. Stewart missed the cut last year, but fourth the year before and 39th two years before that. So you got some good solid history with Stewart and 10.75 strokes gained total on this course specifically. So Brian Stewart is my guaranteed to make the cut. Anyone else in the 6K range that we need must talk about? Uh, I think somebody who has a chance to go under owned here who did terrible last week is Sean Stefani. I like him oh, last yes. week. And yeah, Sean Stefani's not bad. His abortion last year was uh, last week hopefully will keep him pretty low. Um, what, about, what about Kiz? I don't have any Kiz yet. I haven't actually looked at Kiz. He didn't make my first cut. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else on my list that I like to say. Uh, no, not really. Do we nope. dare go back to Josh Teeter? No, I have no Teeter. Or is that blasphemy to speak his name? I, I, I had no Teeter, and I will still have no Teeter. I kind of like Henrik Norlander a little bit. Gergis? No, yeah, I'm done with him. He's dead to me. He's going to join um, Jimmy Walker and uh, Bill Haas pretty soon on my list. He better start smoking that weed again. <laughs> I need to. He needs to toke it up. What about Zach Blair? No. Yeah. Nah. This whole range is crap. So. Really is. Peter Malnati. He's not bad. Not, not too bad. Hey. Best putter. Best putter in the field on Bermuda. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. There are some There are some nuggets in the 6K range, so just make sure you check the guy's history and where he putts. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. Well, that's a wrap. The cut line is over. All over. Over. Sanderson starts up this Thursday. Lineup lock is at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you join us next week as Zach and I break down the Safeway Open at the Silverado Resort and Spa. Mm. Big shout out to Fantasy National. Special thanks to PGA Tour. Of course, many thanks to FanShare Sports. But most gratitude goes to you, the listener. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to us, spend time with us. Zach, awesome work today as usual. Thank you, I sir. could not could not do this show without you. Thank you so much. And that'll do it for the cut line. Go and get them. Enjoy. <laughs>